And then from there, we'll interview you, you know, just talk to you about you know, comedy life, whatever. And then we'll touch, it with out. Co- touch it with consent. How about that? Here. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Kicking It With The Homie. It's your boy, your host, CJ Quarterbomb, here with my homies, the big homie, Jerome Targaryen, Eugene McKeever. <laughs> also here with the homie who is at war with McDonald's, Lil Debbie, and Adam22, <laughs> B. And of course, we got a special guest this week, the man of the hour, the headliner, the showstopper. He might have cried a little bit, but it was his first time headlining. So it's okay, Christian Johnson. What up, hey, y'all? I, I don't know if that last part was necessary, man. They, they, <laughs> I don't think they had to know all that. <laughs> the, the, the people got to know that you're a sensitive comic. <laughs> Listen, you just headlined your first show. That's a big deal. That's worthy of crying about. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, cool. Maybe not in the way you did, but if you cr- I mean, just know if it's point, it was worth it. It, it wasn't was no snot. It. it was no snot. It wasn't no snot. It wasn't no snot. I didn't, you know, I didn't get that ugly. It wasn't no snot bubble coming out. I'm good. We didn't we didn't <laughs> see a snot bubble. You turned around for a good five minutes. <laughs> yeah, you did kind of turn around. <laughs> <laughs> he had to face the wall. <laughs> <laughs> ask how y'all doing but we have some breaking news on the pod right now i was on my way to the gym earlier on my way i said let me call eugene see how my man's is doing before we pod right and i said to him man i just ate a bunch of tacos i don't know how i'm gonna work out right now and his response to me is tacos are trash whoa <laughs> Whoa! That was, Somebody. That was not the. That was Whoa. not the response. Okay. Whoa. Oh, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold so up. you don't read and you talking about taco? Like what are we doing? That was not the response. You're okay. You right. Seems you making up stuff. So what? What did messy. you say? Okay. <laughs> messy. Okay. What did you say, beloved? I said, and I quote myself, <laughs> unpopular opinion. I really don't like tacos. That's not saying they're trash. That's just saying my personal preference. May I ask why? Why don't you like tacos? You don't eat cheese, so. I mean. You could get it without cheese, though. I could get it without cheese. It's mainly meat tacos, like ground meat, because it kind of reminds me of dog food. So it's like dog food in a tortilla. So I'm just just off ground tacos. (laughs) I like shrimp tacos. With like some cilantro lime sauce on it, little avocado. But other than that, I'm good on tacos. I don't really need tacos. Okay, this makes a lot more sense now. If your entire frame of reference for tacos is ground beef tacos, you've never had a real taco in your life. I've had real tacos. It's just I don't with I go to like a taco restaurant or a Mexican restaurant. I'm not gonna get the tacos. I'm gonna look for fajitas or a rice bowl or something like that. Just I don't really like tacos like that. You ever had carnitas, beloved? Not a big fan. Mm. Mm. Ropa vieja? It's, it's okay. Well, you, lo- you lost me at that ropa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you lost me at ropa. Um, was that red? I don't know. Um, I'm not a big fan of tacos, yeah. A beer taco? No, I'm not. Beer, I'm not, no, not beer. I'm not, no, no, I'm not, not beer. That's, I'm that's not the eating, one. That's I'm not eating drunk taco. I'm not, I don't want a Budweiser taco. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's, that's the one you dip into that like that dirty water, yo. Into the into the Ew, consomme. Ew, why would you do that? <laughs> Sorry, a beer taco <laughs> is the best a, taco a so- you can have. Soggy tortilla bread. Yeah. <laughs> well, nah, because they take the tortilla right and they it's put cheese fried. on the outside and then and then grill. You lost. See, I'm out. Cause I'm not going to eat uh, cheese. No, it's not uh, bad though. It's overrated, but it's not bad. Overrated? Where you getting barrier from? I ha- I've had it from two different places. I've had it from two different spots that said they was. I mean, granted, you know, I mean, I'm from. You know, I love my city, and I already know y'all probably will talk <laughs> trash. Y'all gonna say Charlotte ain't known for for the food anyway. So, but I had it from two spots. 
And it was just okay. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it was good, but it wasn't like the hype that everybody put on it, like to go around blasting on social media, like, yo, y'all gotta try this. And I was like, yeah, it's all right. Listen, you are a professional comedian, and <laughs> I can't wait for you to start touring. Because mm. when you t- go to Minneapolis, because the Minneapolis Comedy Club is pretty big, uh-huh. I'm gonna send you to a food truck there that has oh, the shoot. best birria tacos I've ever had. All right, you don't even need a food truck in Minneapolis. They have surprisingly, they have great food there. Minneapolis is like a top 10 food city. Charlotte, Charlotte has come a long way. Y'all we like have. Top we 20 have 20 now. But okay. Hey, that's progress, it. brother. That's progress, man. <laughs> so y'all ready to touch it this week? Oh my God. What concern? Touch it, bring it, babe. Watch it, ready turn it, leave it, stop formatic. Touch it, bring it, babe. Touch it with consent. <laughs> we really got to change the name of this. Yeah, really, bro. like you, you sound like you on your every... D Trump. You on your D Trump right there, boy. You can't be just <laughs> can't just be touching it and grabbing it. Grab, you know what I'm grabbing the topics. <laughs> boy, you on your Donnie T, boy. You. <laughs> this is about to be a long episode. <laughs> Oh goodness! Super All producer, right. what you got for us? So, did you get a chance to look at the whole whipped cream can whipped cream situation in New York? I so I clicked on the article, and the first thing I saw was that it was fake. So then I stopped yeah. reading. I I got that too. Okay, so and that's why I wanted to put it out there to kind of combat what social media was saying. So, can whipped cream is not banned. It's just um, I think restaurants can't resell the canisters because of like Ooh. nitrous oxide people get high off of that who was we oh, selling canisters that's the joint they be huffing right yeah so you have you got some backwoods restaurants try to make a little buck on the side they're like oh you know if you want to buy some whipped cream extra whipped cream i personally have been to a spot and gotten like cheesecake or whatever and it was like oh you know it's a little bit left if you're gonna eat it later you just had you know he threw it in the bag so technically, really? oh, okay. I oh, thought yeah. you was. I thought you were saying that you went to go purchase it. I, I was about to say, okay. I just need I one can, but like one can. Come on, you went. You went. You went looking for a deal, like. Yeah, these cheese steaks. I didn't want to eat it right there, so he gave me the remaining can of whipped cream. So apparently. People do get high from that. And I wasn't aware of that. I, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, but no, for the listeners, it is not banned. Um, people under 21 can still buy whipped cream in New York. Why are you buying whipped cream in New York? That's between you and your parents. But. Well, as our resident New Yorker, why are you buying whipped cream in New York? This, and remember, this is a family podcast. This is out of my jurisdiction, beloved. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's I'm it. sorry. You 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 moved to a new zip code. That's a, that's a so different. Y'all... That's a different part of. Oh, oh you're York. right. Yeah, he, he brand new. <laughs> he, moved, he moved to a different zip code, so that don't got nothing <laughs> and, to do. In this zip code, I think they're a little more likely to be sniffing whipped cream than uh <laughs> than where. Why, why why would they be more likely to be sniffing whipped cream in your zip code, Claude? Do tell the listeners. I'm going to say that the idea of um, huffing whipped cream or sniffing glue or dabbling in other sorts of form of getting high is a more suburban thing. Okay. Where I'm from in the hood, people generally Mm. speaking, they stick to grass and they call (laughs) it a day. They're not out here trying to touch all the other stuff. Suburbs, suburban kids are a little different. That's all. Um, do you just refer to weed as grass in 2022? I'm trying to keep it family friendly here. (laughs) This man said grass like it's 1973. (laughs) Sound like a youth pastor. (laughs) Sound like like Nancy Reagan. (laughs) Please, no touching the reefer. My mom used to call it reefer. My dad still still calls it reefer. Interesting. All right. So September is also take a man on a date month. So round table, 
Eugene, where would you like to go on a date? Just in case your wife cares enough to listen to your answer. Wow. Wow. Um, I'm a simple guy. So just take me out to dinner. You and don't let's come eat off. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't eat cheese in Tyler. We're not gonna go to a Mexican restaurant. You don't eat cheese, you don't eat eggs. Do you eat steak? <laughs> Yeah, I eat steak. Take me to a, you know a nice steakhouse. You eat steak well. So steak forty eight. You want to go uh, steak? Actually, I do. I actually okay. do want to go to steak forty eight for my birthday this year. Okay. It's it's I'm turning thirty five, so it's my Durant <laughs> year. Dang. Ooh, I don't know if that's well, a good thing. I, I mean, he the only thirty five we got. I've been looking. <laughs> I, I've I've been going through my Rolodex of NBA numbers, and he is the only one. It's, so it's going to be Durant. It's gonna just take, take him to a nice, you know, steakhouse, and then you know, we come home and we make a few bad decisions. You know, play a little. Okay, numbers, all right. Just a little bit, just see how it feels. Or ouch, ouch, on my head. I, I can't. <laughs> so where are you trying to go? All right. So my date, right? Just starts. Go to church. Let's go to church. You got so excited. How you sit up? <laughs> at a nice cocktail bar. I want to get some good mixed drinks. Then I want to go play top golf because I've never done it and it looks fun. After that, then we're going to go to a nice dinner. You know, some somewhere good, probably with two Michelin stars. And then from there, we're going to go home. And listen, we grown. We gonna do what adults do, baby. All right. So this this date must be starting at two p.m. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We we old. This this date started like about three thirty. Dinner reservation at six. Oh God, that's mad long. Top golf and dinner of Michelin Top star golf dinner is like listen, two hours. I like my yeah. wife. I if I can get a nice long date with her, let's go. Okay. Yes. That's what you want. We're, we're going to get into why you should not be using up that much time when we talk to Christian. Um, but <laughs> you you got to keep it short and sweet if you if you want to go home and be grown. Yeah, because by then, depending on the top, top golf is outside. It's hot. It's gonna be tired. She's gonna be tired. Then after top golf, you going to a Michelin star restaurant? I mean, you got to go home and change. Y'all ever had one a nap date? A nap date slaps. Fam. Shit, I was, I was about to say, you guys want too much. If I can just get rid of the kids, we just be at home. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> going, well, It's a family show, right? Well, I'm going to keep it. Well, you know. <laughs> going to the place flowing with milk and honey, if you will. Uh, <laughs> if we can do that in between episodes of what our favorite show, that's just, you know. <laughs> well, we just get lost in the day. Like, you want something to eat? I mean, I can eat. I guess we'll. You talk about going to Top Golf. That's too much energy. I got to that's save that I, for the house. What, that's what I'm saying. You're going to tire her out. And then yeah, be mad. You done done all right. that stuff. I'm still young and vibrant and can still you pull are. off multiple activities. I mean, I take vitamins. I do. But still. <laughs> Blue juice. <laughs> Listen, Bluetooth, if you wanted to sponsor this episode of the podcast, <laughs> no, no, no. we are here for it. <laughs> Dean, right. you planning the date. Where you taking him? Um Munchkin land. <laughs> 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 nah, I probably would. Um I think my ideal date to take somebody is I'll probably get a car because I do want to go to a nice cocktail place. I don't want to have to drive. I don't want him to have to drive. So I'll probably get a car, go to a couple cocktail spots. Um, we have some decent ones that have opened up here. Um, Idaho is pretty dope too because they don't have a menu. You kind of just interact with the bartender and they craft something based on the conversation or what you like. So no drink is the same. Um, so definitely. What's the name of that place? That. Uh, Idaho. Next time I'm in Charlotte, we out. So probably do that. And then, you know, probably take them over to a really nice restaurant. There's one that uh, overlooks the water down in Rock Hill. Um, then we also Pump have some. Yeah, Pump House is really good. Pump House um, is good. And then there's another one in Lake Norman that 
actually just opened up. I'm trying to get out there. Um, just kind of chill, eat. I mean, at that point, I'm cool with just, you know, coming back to the house and relaxing. I don't have that much energy to be moving and doing all this other stuff. Like, we're not doing all you that. Um, you said going to a couple cocktail places. Yeah. So that's what, two, three? Two, three-ish. And then two, three-ish. Then going to dinner mm-hmm. at a fancy restaurant. So your mm-hmm. date must be starting at like 2.33 o'clock as well. Oh, no. Nah, my date probably going to be on a Friday starting at probably 7 o'clock. So I don't intend starting on at Starting start, at 7? Starting okay. at 7 o'clock, going to multiple cocktail places? What you time of time do you about have? 2, 3 in the morning? I mean, yeah, but by then... Well, that's have, that's why you don't plan on doing all that. We got the drivers going to take us by, you know, a late night eatery spot if we still get hungry because then drinking, you might get a little hungry. And then, you know, just kind of stay up. It's like a sleepover type thing. You don't really go to sleep at sleepovers. This is a family podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about if it's a sleepover, then it's a date all night. You just kind of do whatever. And especially when they bring, what is it, Charlotte Shout back? You can just walk around downtown. But you said multiple cocktail places starting at 7 p.m. Yes. Your car- your carriage is going to turn back into a pumpkin <laughs> right after, after dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would probably be something simple though, because like I mean, listen to y'all answers. Men don't need much. All nah. y'all said was like dinner. I think Chloe's the only one that's like he wants top golf because he fancy. But I, I've never done it before, so it'd be fun. You want to be fed? You want something to drink? That's it. I don't want to be fed. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> and possibly burped. <laughs> <laughs> I, let, let's touch the last one, please. <laughs> All right. <laughs> y'all, y'all silly. All right. Before we before we go into because we actually have two great ones. Um Eugene, why do you want to call this mascot cop commander? I just I just want to <laughs> Wait, excuse me, what? What? How how did that become my uh, I forgot story? about that? <laughs> I saw that. I was like, surely she's not going to say that on the pod. No. This little rascal did. <laughs> um, yeah, I I never understood the University of South Carolina's mascot choice. Um, I don't understand the, the mascot's name choice. I don't understand the choice for the chance. Go Cox. Like, that has not that, that's never been problematic for anyone in the history of the school. Mm-mm. A stadium of thousands of people chanting "Go Cops." I mean, but yeah, but hey, hey, so I, put the explicit tag on this episode. For <laughs> I mean, listen, so there be, be there be kids there chanting "Go Cops." That is true. It be like kid, like baby, <laughs> little kids. Cops, <laughs> like whoa! Watch your mouth. What are you doing? But okay, to be fair, they ended up going with the name. Um, this is uh, for those that are not aware. University of South Carolina's um, mascot is Gamecock, which essentially is a rooster. But they have a live rooster that they have at the events to represent, you know, mascot, whatever. So what they did was they named it the general. But a lot of fans were upset and wanted to name it the same name as Eugene. But they they wanted to name it Eugene? They wanted to name it. <laughs> no, they wanted to name it Cock Commander because you were so excited that you sent it to the chat. So I figured you Wow. We're just gonna lie. We there have been lies. Claude, am I the lying? Devil, the devil is the, busy I, I was the one who sent this one. <laughs> oh well, you cheered the it on. The devil so. is busy tonight. I have the, been lied on by both of the co-hosts. The in proposal. The span of- <laughs> The proposal minutes. was to change the name to the Cock Commanders, which I don't understand why. It's so problematic. And also, I don't know who said it was okay to even This is it what up. happens when you don't have an AO department. Yeah. Because there's no way nobody heard that and was like, yeah, this is kosher. We just yeah. we <laughs> go with this name. So That's the birth previously went by Sir Big Spur. That was I'm the sorry. previous name. Say that one more time. 
it previously went by Sir Big Spur. Oh, okay, Sir no Big M. Spur. The M is silent. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think South Carolina is playing a joke on everybody, and we're just along for the ride. Listen. But yeah, I just along that's neither second. We're not. I'm it's a family, it's a family podcast. <laughs> we're along. Oh man. Okay. Not anymore. This is not a family Yo. What what else are we t- what else are we touching, please? We need to touch something. All right, else so tonight. I'll let you guys decide. You just finished talking, <laughs> touching the cock commander. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sir Mixburg. I just really don't like that. I don't like that at all. That sounds racist. It's not racist, but it sounds racist. I don't know. It's all problematic. Um, all right. So coin toss on. Oh, goodness. Y'all are silly. Coin toss on if Claude wants to explain why student loan debt forgiveness is an issue for him and his people, or do we, My people. The, or do we want to talk about the redlining of this Bank of America zero down payment mortgage? Go, I'll let y'all decide. Go ahead, Claude, because you, 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 you want to talk about the student loans. You want to talk, talk about the student loans. Go ahead and touch it, Claude. <laughs> why, why do y'all talk assume about student loans? Why do y'all assume I have a problem with student loan forgiveness? As because someone, you you worked hard to pay yours off, <laughs> so everyone else should pay theirs off. <laughs> As someone who was six-figure student loan debt, I got, I won't say I got lucky. I was blessed to be able to be in a situation that allowed me to pay off my student loans. Not everybody's going to get that. Therefore, I am absolutely for student loan forgiveness. However, I do understand the argument against it. And so the argument against it is basically, so you do this forgiveness now, right? Four years from now, we're in the same place. (laughs) Four years from now, we're in the same place because people in college are, they're racking up debt and it goes right back. If you completely forgive everything, eight years from now, we're back in the same place by the numbers because again, the system, the for-profit college system is not changing. And so while we would get the benefit, the people coming up behind us are going to be in the exact same place that we're in. So that is what many Republicans are arguing while at the same time, not being willing to do anything about the for-profit student model. It also, according to them, it'll add to inflation and down the line, it's just going to make things even worse than they are now from an economic standpoint. So I say forgive people now as much as we can, but then also do something about places like Johnson and Wales charging. When we were in school, it was $40,000 a year by senior year. I I don't even want to know what it is now, but a tier three institution like that shouldn't be able to charge that much money for people to go to school. It's about to be closed because their enrollment is down terribly. Really? There was an article, um, if, I'll see if I can find it and I'll, I'll send it to you, but there was an article saying that their um, enrollment has dropped drastically. And so, which I'm not surprised because what are you, what are you really offering? What are you pushing besides culinary? $50,000 like, a year for me to get a finance degree that nobody respects because it's from Johnson and Wales. Because they're like, oh, I yeah. thought it was culinary. Do you know how much of my life I've spent explaining to people? Like, no, it's more than culinary. It was started as a women's business college. Like they have other departments. So I literally had to explain that three days ago. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's like it started as a business school, but I, I get it. You graduate some famous chefs, they donate a bunch of money. That's what you become known for. But your other programs shouldn't suffer because then you get people like us. None of us were culinary students. And they're just like, so you're not a chef, bro? No. Nah. And even then. A lot of like restaurants, major restaurants don't even respect the culinary, they uh, don't. culinary degree. So you charge in no. fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year for what? I legit had somebody um tell me it was about a few years back I came across a, a head chef and he said he would hire somebody that was trained at CPCC before Johnson Wells with a quickness, like no thought about it. Wow. And that's crazy because it's like you can literally go and get your culinary degree over here at CPCC, save thousands a month, thousands of dollars, and you're you're ready. Somebody's gonna pick you up with a quickness. But 
that one dude, I don't remember his name. One dude we went to college with was just on Netflix, the next Iron Chef battle. So there's that. I mean, if you have the hustle, then you're going to get to where you need to go with that degree. But how many people do we know that legit walked around in that uniform, hungover, didn't be- barely wash their hands, and then turn around Looking and want to make us pasta at the hot, hot area? No, I'm good. <laughs> Fifty thousand dollars like, a year. Sound like you're talking about a specific person, D. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. That sounded personal. But yeah, I was I, always amazed by the culinary students who got to college and all of a sudden became gangsters. And I'm like, fam, you're not scaring nobody in chef's whites. You know that, right? Got your little checkered pants on and Crocs, but talking about you, you blood now. You don't go sit somewhere. <laughs> From Hopkins. I mean, I ain't talking about nobody. Tell, tell them why you mess. <laughs> who, wait, who gang banging and cooking? <laughs> I mean, Claude, Claude all but said the name. <laughs> Pretty much. You might as well now. He gave was, the location was, and everything. That's hilarious. It was, was a couple. It was a couple of people. Couple of people who got to college as culinary students. All of a sudden, talking about they in the gang. I think all of just culinary students was claiming to be from another city that was not the city they were actually from. It was really a suburb. And because they claimed that city, they figured that they could gangbang. Yeah. And I had I had to do a whole illustration one day. He pulled the <laughs> map out on this man that was like, This is where you're from? This is where you say you're from. You see the distance? I did that. I did that twice in college. I did a freshman year and I did it. It was that junior year? Embarrassed so that man in front of everybody. First me, a dude was claiming to be from DC, and he was literally it was an hour and ten minutes. Back then, we didn't have Google Maps, so I map quested on my free time wow. how far the town he was from was from the city, and I printed it out, <laughs> and I asked him, "Where are you from?" And he told me DC. I said, "DC is an hour and ten minutes from where you are from. Stop telling people that." You're so disrespectful. Why would you? Why would you feel the need to do that? Yeah, because people were because people were associating me with him because I said I was from the DC area. Mm. I lived five five minutes outside the city. We were not the same. Gotcha. This dude used to it wear is, his 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 high school football jersey around. <laughs> it is amazing. I mean, Eugene has not been punched <laughs> in the face. I listen. I was just thinking that, like Eugene, how did you make it? Just how. I mean, I was, I mean, I was a funny guy. So, like, while I'm talking about you, I'm going to also make you laugh and forget that you're mad. Except for Mike Vitron. Mike was really going to fight me. I was about to say. Mike Mike was really going to fight me at that skate party. (laughs) I wasn't going to back down. I was going, I was prepared to be beat up. Because Mike was like six, three, That was That wasn't going to happen. I wasn't going to. The moment you started losing, I was jumping in. Yeah. I mean, I had you to do what? Dude was like six three, but mad skinny. He was real skinny. So was good he was he was he was strong though. Cause we played ball against him. He was strong. He wasn't that strong. He was stronger than me. But I was like, I'm standing <laughs> up to his chest, and I'm like, all right, this this is the day I get punched in the face. I was prepared. <laughs> <laughs> this this is the day. <laughs> what a, what a friend Hammer say. This no. is the day. <laughs> you, know, you, was, you was making fun of his girlfriend, right? That's what happened. No. We put we were we were skating and we were pushing people, but I didn't know that Mike couldn't skate. Mm. So when I pushed him, he already was upset that he was at the skate party and had skates on. And then I pushed him, and everybody saw, and so he got embarrassed. Mm. Me and me and Claude were skating around, pushing people and making them fall. Everybody was cool with it until Mike. But mm. I was I was I was prepared to be beat up. I'm gonna take my whooping like a man. Right. I wasn't. I can't. I can't go back to. I can't go back to canvas. And they're like, "Oh, you the dude that backed down from a fight? You a sucker?" No. They at least <laughs> gonna say I got hard. It's like Alan Robinson wasn't going to not drive to the basket, even though he was five eleven. He get knocked down. Man. He get knocked down. They can't say he don't have go- He don't have heart though. I understand. At this age, though, I'm not fighting. You can say I oh. don't got heart. Oh, care. at this age, no, yeah. I'm calling the police. I'm I'm a civilian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling 911. You try to fight me. Yeah, you got police! it. Police! You got it. Help! Police! Oh. Help! 
Did y'all see that me? Uh, it was a video and a dude he needed uh, help, so he called police. And he was like, This is how you get him. He was like, I am a white woman. I need help immediately. And so the 911 call uh, person was like, All right, just a few questions to verify, like to verify. That he was a white woman. So the final question was like, All right, can you pronounce the word ask for me? <laughs> and he was. <laughs> 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 he was struggling. That mother said, "Ask." You know, he said, "Ask," and he clicked, hung up. I was like, "Dang, that's so messed up." Uh, yo, these jokes are the perfect segue to talk to the main event, the showstopper, headliner, not cry to cry baby, because you know what? He worked hard to get here. <laughs> oh, Christian, what up, man? What's up, family? How you doing, man? What's up with you? I'm glad I'm happy to be here, man. I'm happy to be here, man. Appreciate the invite. We're glad you're here. You know, we just wanted to talk about, you know, your comedy career. So I want to get into I want to get straight into the mess. Uh okay. What was the, what was the first time you bombed? And what was that like? Ooh. Uh you know what, man? You know, because me I have a <laughs> I have a a different set of rules. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, bomb <laughs> is when Obviously, bombing is when nobody laughs. But if I leave with at least one chuckle, I didn't bomb. That's my okay. personal rule. Okay. Uh, now, have I had a few of those? Yes. Uh, but it was kind of in, like, because, you know, with comedy, man, first of all, especially when you first start off, you start off in, you know, whatever bars and all that kind of stuff where anybody there for no comedy, you know what I'm saying? You were at a sports bar. They got the game on, on the TVs. So you're trying to compete with the game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And just people in there so like in there just mingling or whatever so you got you trying to compete with all that so i've had a few of those <laughs> but full out bomb where everybody was silent in my whole set i can honestly say i thank god that i've never experienced that <laughs> okay so the first time you had five chuckles or less <laughs> oh man it do so I, I don't remember the first time but i know it do something to okay, you, what, uh, what's what's the worst one the worst five chuckles or less Ooh. Where, where were you at? Hey, oh, let it? me let me go through my because <laughs> I've no, I've, I've had some stinkers. Um, I've had some stinkers, but I remember I remember this one time, man. Uh, we was booked to do a birthday party. It was me and a couple of my partners to do it. Um, now we had just did I think a birthday party like maybe two weekends before, and they enjoyed it, so they wanted to bring us back. For another birthday party, so I'm like, I bet. But the thing problem was with me, I had forgot about it. And sometimes, like comedy is like mental, man. So <laughs> I had forgot about it, and that worked all day. So it was like, as soon as I got home, my you know, while I was on the way home, my partner was like, "Hey, bro, you know the show tonight, right?" I was like, "Ah, shoot." So I'm already dog tired, not really in the mood for comedy. But I'm like, we already booked. I gotta get this money. You know what I'm saying? So I go, and my boy opened up. He hosts. He do his thing, and um. I, I'm, I think I'm first after he hosts. And so he like, I'm bringing my my dude, you know, he's saying he's real funny, blah, blah, blah. And I get up there and I think maybe the first two, like, one-liners that I usually try to do to get, like, the crowd, like, comfortable. Because, like, with me, like, I'm always usually nervous before a performance. But before, like, but if I get, the like, the first couple of laughs, that settles me down. But when I said, like, the first two things and they didn't laugh, they just looked at me. I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> And so it came to a port uh, like because it was a big birthday party too it had to be like almost 100 people there and uh yeah and so it came to a point where i just started talking to just a certain part of the room that was like kind of la- kind of chuckling you know what i'm saying <laughs> i forgot all about the other side of the party because <laughs> they wasn't rocking with me so i just I, I was talking to like the three tables then that was chuckling and that yeah I, that yeah i remember that that joint that that ride home was like, ah, I gotta get my neck. I gotta get it next time. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I've had a few of those, man. But like, I, I luckily I had a lot of good weighed out the bat <laughs> so far. That's good. So when you when you have a show like that, like, what do you do? What do you do personally, mentally, to overcome that and still say, okay, I'm gonna go back out there and and do this again? Because I can say I, for me, if that happened to me. 
That's that's the last time I do comedy. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, it's the last time I do stand up. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I mean, honestly, I mean, one, you got to just remember, you know, why you started in the first place, and remember, you know, that everybody bombed from the best of the best. Of, whoever you think may be the funniest, your favorite comedian has bombed. You know what I'm saying? Even when you, you know, you know, obviously we big sports people, so you got to think about, it. you know, Jordan didn't make every shot, he didn't win every game. You know what I'm saying? As great as we think he is. He still had some flaws, you know what I mean? So you got to just, you know, it's, it's all right. Dust yourself off and go back up there again. Because what about, like, with me, I remember that feeling that I felt driving home. Like, yeah, I don't want to feel that again. You know what I'm saying? So my job is to, you know, try to make some tweaks, uh, you know, because all of, you know, comedy is all about, stand-up comedy at least, is all about making adjustments and stuff and trying to perfect, like, your set, your craft and all that, getting better. Because uh, you never stop learning. You know what I mean? I don't care what nobody say. I know even Dave Chappelle still learns some stuff. You know what I mean? From how he, you know, from what he do it. Um, so, yeah, man, it's, just, it's all about, you know, just making adjustments and getting back in the gym. Um, you know, that's why you stay on the mic. That's what they say around, you know, in comedy world. They say make sure you stay on the mic, get your reps Fast in. Forward. You know what I mean? Because that, that gets you right. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, that's what keeps me motivated. Make sure, you, you know, remember why you started in the first place. And obviously, you know, I got a family now, so I can't stop. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, that I just use that as motivation. Like, just knowing that uh, your your favorite comic has bombed. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be all right. Why, why did you start? What got you into comedy? Um, why I started? I mean, I was always a big fan of it. Uh, uh, Love watching it. Um, and then, you know, of course, I was always like the class clown guy, stuff like that. And people always say, like, you should try it. Uh, even, um, you know, uh, my, my friend that, um, we used to do a podcast together, Nate, he would always be like, man, we should do stand up. I'm like, nah, you go ahead. I ain't doing it. You know what I'm saying? Cause I was just scared. But, um, I was 2017. I told a story and, uh, to the crowd, I, it was 2017 and I was really contemplating because I had just went to the comedy zone that year, that last year, 2016, I saw Ryan Davis, who is from North Carolina. Uh, he's not too far from he's not he's not he's from not too far from here. It's called uh, Concord and Kannapolis area, and uh, you know I, I I knew about his story that he you know he blew up on social media, and after like three years you know what I'm saying he was touring around the country and then he had you know uh, headlined the Comedy Zone. I went to go see his show, and after that I was like yeah nah, I should probably go ahead and get into this you know what I'm saying, and uh, but I still was scared. But uh, my sister in law called me one day. And told me she had a dream that I was doing stand up and opening up for somebody big. Now, granted, I've never told them. I didn't. I didn't talk to anybody about like I was thinking about doing comedy. I just remember asking God, like, "What you think? Should I try it?" And uh, so I just took that as my green light. Uh, I, I got on the Comedy Zone, Charlotte Comedy Zone website, emailed about how to get onto the open mic, and it was like, "Oh yeah, come on, you'll be you'll be on next week." And I was like, "Oh shoot, that was quick." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Uh, shoot, man, I, I got me a pen and pad. I had I did nothing about writing a set, writing jokes, none of that. And I didn't know nothing about a setup to a punchline, none of that. Uh, I just know from what I saw, like just watching stand up anyway. And but uh, it was good. Like I mean, granted, I cringe watching the video now, <laughs> but it went good. You know what I mean? So after that, I was like, all right, bet. I guess I should. I guess I should uh really uh really you know put my foot forward and see where I can take this thing. And uh, um, yeah, we just been rocking ever since, man. Yeah, no, it's 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 it's, it's been a something. It's been something. It's crazy. Because uh, the funny thing is, when I first started, you know what I mean. Uh, I didn't, you know, obviously they say stay on the mic, but I didn't know that coming up. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't really know a lot of comedians. I just knew because when I when I first did the kill open mic, the lady thought I might have been like a fluke because it really went that well. Like the whole crowd was rolling, but they were all mostly there for me. So she thought I was only getting laughs because they came to see me, right? So she was like, I want you to come back and do the open mic two more times. And so I came back and she was like, I don't want you to invite nobody. So I came back and, and did it twice. But again, I didn't know I was supposed to do like the same jokes that I was doing before to like perfect them. I had wrote like brand new sets every time and uh, it went good. She was like, do you not do the same set? I was like, I don't know nothing about this. I'm learning. You know what I mean? And, and that's what she threw me into a, uh, what they had used to have a comedy battle uh, in Charlotte, you know, in the, in the grand prize, you know, you get to make, make money or whatever. But she put me in that. And uh, I actually made it kind of far. I made it to the, the finale, but I ended up getting third place. Um, but yeah, bro. So it was, it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I really came from, not, I don't want to say nothing, but I didn't really came from like no background or knowledge of, 
the stand-up thing and just it's cool like to see where it's gone you know how, where i've gotten myself today you know what i mean Looking at you said you you learned from watching other comedians. Who would be your inspirations? I would say your t- your top. I would say your top two. Um, see, that's kind of hard because <laughs> I watched um, I watched a lot of like I watched well, Kings of Comedy was my favorite. You know, at that time, uh, growing up when I was little, Kings of Comedy was my favorite stand-up special. Like I would watch it over and over again. Uh, <laughs> and that's kind of where I like learn from. Now, granted, I, I like Sinbad too. His special he got called Afros and Bell Bottoms. I used to watch that a lot too. Um, and granted, you know, I mean, I was going to be a clean comedian anyway, but Sinbad was definitely a big inspiration for like being a clean comedian. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, those, those, I say like two specials as a, as a younger person were the ones that got me like really gave me inspiration to, um, to uh, you know, do stand up. Okay, that's what's up, man. So, in the spirit of doing, of you know, being inspired by comedians, we want to do a comedian draft. Mm. So, mm. everybody's going <laughs> to pick three comedians. Uh, D D will let you go first. No, I don't as, want to go first. Lady. No, no, no. D, you're gonna go first as the the lady on the phone. Wait. So who's first? Who's second? Who's third? Who's fourth? Yeah. So we, D, we know what order we going in. Okay. Let me. D first. Claude second. Christian third. I'll go last. You right. would go last. Like... Right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just trying. I was just trying to not to go last so that somebody else could have a chance. And this is. We are, I mean, dead or alive, right? Comedians. Yeah. Okay. Um, Red Fox. Red Fox. <laughs> Listen, Red Fox is raw, but he was funny to me. But actually, no, I'm not choosing him now. I have. Oh, um, <laughs> I do like Paul Mooney, but I'm not. <laughs> Yo, stop, stop giving up my, my comic. Um, if I had to choose three, I would say no, 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 at a time. Oh, pick one. Okay, okay. Um, Bernie Mac. Okay, that's a that's a solid number one choice. With the number two selection, Team CJ selects Dave Chappelle. Um, I gotta go earthquake, earthquake. Oh yeah. I gotta go talent. Hmm. Now. Do y'all know talent? Y'all remember talent from comedy? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know yeah. you know, Christian. Yeah. <laughs> talent. Yeah, talent. Oh, you know what? We we throwing talent back. Patrice. Ah! Patrice. Patrice. I'm taking so, Patrice. Mm, Patrice. Solid. One one thing is about this is we're gonna take our teams and we're gonna figure out who has the winning team. Yeah. So I, that's <laughs> Patrice. So when when you're picking Patrice. a team, think about wh- whose team is winning, and this is. Straight up jokes, gross, mm-hmm. selling, all that. So, Patrice, your next up, your second pick. Dang, you took my Dave Chappelle. You took uh, everybody. Dave I Chappelle. mean, you knew he was going. I first know, round. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my Dave Chappelle. I want him. Um, I will say, let's do Eddie Murphy. Mm. Mm. Solid that is pick. a good one. With the number. He forgot the number. He forgot the number. (laughs) (laughs) With the number six pick, Team CJ selects Russell Peters. Ooh. Mm. Mm, Okay. I'm I'm playing the game, baby. For the second, I gotta I gotta go cat, man. I gotta go cat Williams, man. Got to. I got to. Yeah, he's man, you understand he's still he says selling. He's still selling. I don't care. Granted, did I like his last special like that? Nah, but it's still selling out. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he sure. about to go and he about to go back on tour. You know what I'm saying? So I got to go cat. I gotta go cat. So so I can make some money in this. I gotta go Kevin Hart. Against everything, <laughs> everything I believe in. <laughs> I gotta go Kevin Hart. <laughs> Cause he's gonna sell tickets. He's a, he's, he's a crossover comedian. So I can I'll I'll get I'll get some money out of Kevin. I was gonna pick him, but I had to go cat. Yeah, I didn't want to go too commercial. 
Because <laughs> you don't, don't want to make no money. It's just. Eh. Go ahead, go ahead and get Red Fox. Go ahead. I, I don't want Red Fox. Um, this, this is your last pick. This is my last pick. And so are you I, are you on Wikipedia looking up comments? No, I, so no, I'm not looking up comments. I know who I want. I just don't remember. Her. I didn't remember her last name. Um, but since you are saying keeping money in mind, I definitely want to pick a female. And while many don't like her, um, I would definitely take Wanda Sykes. Interesting choice. That's all. First, first female mm. selected is Wanda Sykes. Mm. All right, my last pick. I actually have someone in mind, but I can't remember his name. So I got to go yeah, with someone you else. Can't pick one. Uh, all right, so I got Dave and I got Russell Peters. I'm going to go Bill Burr. Mm. We knew that. Just kidding. You didn't know that. Yeah, we, I mean, we, I mean, we, dang, we only doing three. I mean, I want to pick. I want to pick a female too, and, and a white person. But uh, I'm gonna keep it black. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta go with the next goat, man. You know what I'm saying? You already picked Chappelle, but I gotta go Chris Rock, man. I gotta go Chris Rock. That's mm. a good choice. That's a good pick. <laughs> so. To make sure I secure my crossover audience, <laughs> I'm going to take Whitney Cummings. Mm. I thought of, I was thinking about Whitney. I knew Did, I knew you were. I, I was knew you thought about, about. I knew you thought about Whitney. Did you watch her special? Yeah, yeah. I liked it. Okay, okay. Yeah, it was, I, it was pretty I, cool. I chuckled a few times. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't so you know who would have. I was. You know who would have been a good. You know, you know who would have been a good female pick? Ali Wong. That's who I wanted to pick. I was entertaining. She's entertaining. I wanted to pick her. She's entertaining, but she's got that following. Yeah, she has a following, but it's a it's it's a very specific following. Like it's mostly just like moms, right? Yeah. (laughs) And so since since it's mostly moms, they're only going to watch her on TV. They're not coming out to her show. That's kind of but in this day and age, you only TV. Mm-hmm. In this day and age, you only need TV, though, right? Mm, I mean, you you can you can thrive off of TV, but you really pop if you selling out tours, yeah, big tours, big tours. Like she she can she can do theaters, but Kevin Hart can do football stadiums. Sure. Eugene, Facts. I'm surprised you didn't pick Hannah Gatsby. Mm. I don't even know who Hannah Gatsby is. Oh, yes, you know who Hannah Gatsby is. I have no idea who Hannah Gatsby is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to recap, this team is Bernie, Eddie, and Wanda. I got Dave, Russ, and Bill Burr. Christian got Earthquake, Cat, and Rock. And Eugene has Patrice, Kev Hart, and Whitney Cummings. So what are we what are we basing our teams off of? All right, so let's see. If we go, I think if we go straight numbers, so just sales. Uh, I win because you Bernie's you went on dead. sales. I went on sales because Russell Peters is the highest selling comedian, touring comedian right now. We know Dave sells and we know Burr sells. Looking at your team, you got Kev, but Whitney Whitney ain't selling like that. And well, Patrice yeah. isn't here anymore, so Patrice is dead. Oh, man. <laughs> and Patrice Patrice popped ten years after his death. Yeah, that's true. If Patrice yeah. was alive today. He oh. would be in that, oh, in that yeah. top tier yeah. status. Yeah. Now, if we just talking straight funny though, who I think D, you hurt yourself with Wanda. Yeah, yeah. That was my that shit. was my only black crossover. That's like, that's like, that's like drafting was. But I like best <laughs> podcasters. <laughs> I wanted, so I wanted Ali Wong, and I thought about uh, what's his name? I I like uh, Ralph Daniel. He had the. What's his name? Oh, Michael. Oh, Gerard uh, Carmichael. Gerard Carmichael. Yeah, I I like him. A lot of people don't. I still think he's growing. That's a, he has he's an acquired he's an acquired taste. Yeah, he's, he's right. A, he's a, so I couldn't go with him because I'm like he he ain't for everybody. Yeah, no, nah, that. Uh, you, I mean, you, I, I, you, I, you, I, you ain't like him, Nathaniel. <laughs> I told you I was gonna get him canceled tonight. <laughs> what? Why didn't you like Nathaniel? <laughs> 
I enjoy like don't get me wrong, I enjoy the Carmichael show. And I even enjoyed maybe I think the last special you did, the one the one before the Rothaniel. But this one, I don't I don't know. I just couldn't I and it had nothing to do with, you know, I, you know, look, do your thing, brother. I ain't got nothing, you know. <laughs> live, live your life, family. I just don't I mean, cause I don't know, it's something it's like comedians are doing this now. They just like, I don't know, they it's it's not like being funny anymore. Like a special is to be special. You know what I'm saying? You like quotables. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you get with your family, your homeboys or somebody or people at work. Like, bro, did you see? Because he said, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? You want to recite the joke. It wasn't no nothing there to recite. Other yeah, than the you, fact that you, you didn't get that. <laughs> other a lot than the fact of that you learned that he was gay. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing that we remember <laughs> from the special. Yeah, I, you know what I mean? I feel like they're trying to be Dave now. Or, right. Every, or right. Everybody's stage, trying to be Dave. Or late stage Carlin. Where they're right. just telling stories, right? And then the fun, the funniest peppered in, but you gotta, <laughs> right. you gotta earn that. You gotta, you got 20, 30 years in before. Come on, man. We trust you to just, to just talk to us. And <laughs> Thank then, you. Then bring the jokes. Thank you, man. Somebody need to say it because <laughs> I don't know why comedians <laughs> are doing that now, man. Like, come on, like it's not like that's what a special was, you know. Especially like back in the day, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what comedy, stand up comedy is about. Some people like reciting your jokes, or even if they tell it wrong. Like they just so excited to tell it because they thought it was that funny. You know what I'm saying? Think about it's, raw and delirious. You just quotable after quotable after quotable. Right. Oh yeah. The ice cream falling on the floor. Come on, man. <laughs> I got some ice cream. I got, I some, got ice some ice cream. cream. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Like that's true. I used to, I used to uh, listen to that album <laughs> on, my, on my iPod Shuffle. Oh shoot! So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, freshman year of college. Fresh, freshman year, Eugene did Raw and Delirious once a week. I keep trying to talk Eugene into doing stand up. I'm trying to talk him into it, man. He no, really should because he's quite hilarious. No, see, <laughs> I can be funny in conversation. You put me on a stage where the the expectation is to be funny. I I can't do it. But you're not I mean, going up and talking off the, the cuff. You're right. You are. But I don't. Funny, I don't. I don't know how to prepare a joke. Like you learn, just, just take a stand-up class, man. That's what I gotta do. But I don't really want to. I mean, what's <laughs> like he didn't know how to do like Bible study, but you learn. You mm, prepare I mean, the Bible study. Mm, yeah, mm, I did. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Right, <laughs> Interesting. I'm not. I'm not going to be a stand-up comedian. I'll. I'll help write. Put me in the writers' room. I can. I can help come up with a premise. You know, you gotta read what you write. Like you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> all we all we gotta do is talk about the premise for the joke. All right, so, so who wins? Who wins? All right, so off of off of just funny, D, you hurt yourself with Wanda, Eugene, you hurt yourself with Whitney. So it comes down to me and Christian. Earthquake, cat, and rock is that's a tough Come on, one. Man. I think you got me beat because I think man. Russell is Russell is funny. Russell done fell off. Russell not as funny. He's he's not, not as, as funny like, as he's <laughs> the weak link in my in my theory. <laughs> yes. All right, so that's off money I win, off funny Christian wins. What was the third one? Uh, I don't know. You a really roast. Won the- a roast. <laughs> so you going in? If you going in a roast? You got your team up. Chris, whose team Chris, is winning in a roast? Christian by landslide. Yeah, landslide. Landslide. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Now it's yeah. like Christian. What's your? Who is your favorite? Like who is your hands down favorite comedian? Uh, right. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That's not Ricky's not my favorite. I like I love Red Fox because of his rawness, but he's not my favorite. Who's your favorite? Ricky Smiley. Hmm. I can listen to him all day. Okay. You don't like Ricky, Eugene? Why you look like that, man? You know? No, Ricky is cool. Like he's funny. Favorite of all the comedians of all time. <laughs> I mean, as far as like he's been able to like transfer with time. I mean, honestly, it would it would have it's between him and Bernie. Such an anti. But yeah, so she, she she holding on to comic view Ricky smiling. Nah, he's <laughs> he got this one joke though about it was like about milk, like I like milk or something oh, like he, that. Oh, like, he little, little Daryl, yo, little that Darryl. joy happened. Yo, little Daryl on the first forty eight, still my favorite. <laughs> Will forever be my favorite. Leave so, me alone. <laughs> y'all remember Arnaz J? Oh, yeah, yeah, family. Yeah. Oh, Arnez had this one joke. I've been trying to find it for years where he's talking about his brother or something. I don't even, <laughs> right. I don't even remember it at this so point. So you, you have a very specific 
favorite type of comedy. Because <laughs> both, both of those jokes. Saying. I didn't want to say it, but the, the both, jokes of those, real both of those jokes talk about a very specific group of people. And We're learning a lot about the internet. <laughs> we getting canceled are, tonight, y'all. We are getting they canceled tonight. They are jokes tonight. that would not fly in 2022, but back in 05, uh, 06. Oh, Yo. We learned I, a lot about. I know, <laughs> I know very well. I know those jokes very well. I know yeah, me too. Those <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> those were those were classics that were played out of the five nights that Comic View came on at oh. least three at least three times a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I know those very well. And That's those funny. are your favorites. Wow. Okay, That's so we just funny. we go we go move on before we <laughs> cancel. Christian, I actually I do have a, a kind of serious question that I'm curious about, right? All right, bet, so bet, bet. people who want to make it in comedy, uh, they tend to move to New York and LA because those tend to be like the epicenters of comedy because you got the store, you got the cellar, the mm-hmm. laugh factor, you know, those famous places. What's it like trying to come up big in the comedy game, but doing it from a place that that's not a traditional like epicenter of comedy. Oh, shoot, man. I ain't gonna lie. It, it, it's tough, man. It is tough because, you know, in Charlotte, we only got one comedy club. Um, you know, and that's usually the only place, you know, like big names come through unless they're doing the arena or theater here. Um, and so that's the only place. I mean, granted, they have like open mics or some people produce shows around here because we have a lot of breweries in Charlotte. So they, some people produce comedy shows there. But it's a grind, man. Um, and of course, you know, it's, it's, it's popped in my head. Even when I've gone to New York a few times, met a few comics up there, they're like, when you going to move up here? And I'm like, that sounds cool. But to try to uproot my family, to I, 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 it's a bit much. Um, so that's why I've been trying to just go so hard with my social medias um, and that. And because, uh, you know, and I, obviously, you know, that's where the kind of the game is now. You don't necessarily need the New York. Like, granted, it would be great. Don't get me wrong. That is still fantastic. But I've seen so many people just in this last couple of years, you know, you've seen so many comedians pop off the social media. You know what I mean? And they're selling out dates and getting dates because of the numbers. Not necessarily because they're funny, but because they're getting the numbers. And so, granted, me, I'm I'm funny and I'm starting to get the numbers. I mean, I'm, I'm, I ain't doing a whole lot, but I'm doing a little something, something. Um, so I'm just trying to build this thing up so I can kind of bypass trying to uproot my family. And you know what I'm saying? Cause like granted moving to New York would be cool, but we would have to live. I don't know. You know, I mean, granted my wife has family up there, but to try to get people to watch the kids so I can go out, you know, cause you know, comedy up there is a grind cause so many mics, uh, and it's like a thousand comedians up there trying to get work. Uh, so I would have to be out there trying to network like all day, every day. So I, I don't know if I just I don't know if I see myself doing that hard of a grind just because I got you know three other people that need me, uh, so that would be That's difficult. Valid. So yeah, so right now I just I'm just trying to make it make something shake with uh, being funny in my city, um, at least getting known here, build some networks. You know when comedians do come to the comedy zone, try to make it out there to try to network or either uh, if if they let me if the comedy zone let me host for them, that's always a, a plus for me. Uh, being able to talk and link up with different comedians because uh, I've been able to get, you know, some, you know, some comedians may give me their phone number because of how much, you know, we uh, connected or whatever. So it's, you know, little by little, man, it's just certain things like that. But um, I mean, granted, I've been trying to see if my wife want to move to LA, but she like, nah. So <laughs> I've been trying to convince my wife for the last seven years, 77 <laughs> and sunny year round. Let's do it. Let's do it. Like, what's the hesitation? Because the like the solution yeah. Pretty much. It's not. Is it really the best place to raise a family? I mean, I get it. Seventy-seven and sunny year round. I mean, I mean, we got to choose what kind of gang we want to be in. But um... <laughs> what's a ga- what's a color? You gonna make up one? I mean, you could make up your own color. I'm with whoever offering the most protection. Wow. Pretty much. No. Pretty much. Wow. Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. Okay. Like a move to the hills. <laughs> What is wrong with y'all? No. Okay, okay, Elsie. <laughs> but my wife, my, my wife, be like, they have earthquakes and and they have wildfires and stuff. I'm like, we got hurricanes over here. So, but hurricanes versus wildfire. And Charlotte, earthquakes. Charlotte really doesn't get hurricanes. Really Charlotte is too far inland to really get hurricanes. I mean, whatever hurricane we gonna get, it comes with the the rainstorm on a Monday. That's it. 
get a little bit Damn. of wind, and we're done. I was just trying to compete with another natural disaster. You know what I'm saying? That's how I was trying. To <laughs> do you uh do you get to travel to other cities and do do shows there a lot? Like hit up different comedy clubs? Um yeah um we you know that's why that's why the big thing about I was talking about earlier about family being around because either if like you know my wife don't get off at a certain time where I have to leave at a certain time I at least have my parents here or her parents here or Arby's godparents you know my well my brother and sister in law are here. Um, so we got a lot of hands to chip in that can allow me to travel uh, because I mean, this shoot is up. October is going to be a busy month for me because I get, I got a lot of outside uh, dates coming up. I got like yo, start uh, promoting. Let them know. Yeah, where you, yeah. you going to be at? Yeah, well, shoot, I'm um, shoot, I'm gonna be in. I'm gonna be doing a Stardome in Alabama, man. I'm really excited about that because I've been okay. wanting to be down there for a while. Um, and then I got a. I'm not sure what kind of gig it is yet because I'm working with. It's one promoter. Uh, I'm supposed to be going to Oklahoma City. Um, that's in October as well. And where else am I supposed to be going? I think we're supposed to be going to Danville, Virginia. So we got we got some dates on it, man. Me and my me and my guy Jawan Cat, we're working on uh, putting some more dates together for the tour. Uh, we're gonna be doing because I was. Are you calling this the Sundown Tour? No. Why is that Alabama, no. Oklahoma City, <laughs> the Lovecraft Country Tour, <laughs> the Green Book Tour? <laughs> <laughs> the Cracker Barrel tour. Um, we uh, <laughs> we're not. Don't, still- <laughs> don't stop believing. <laughs> nah, but it's still, it's still gonna be called uh because I what what I've been on of my you know myself uh self like pr- uh, produced tours. That's funny for my family uh because what I'm trying man I gotta get my family a house. So <laughs> because renting is not the worst, it's not where it's set for us no more, man. We got I got to get my family a house. So it's the, the, the tour is called Funny for My Family. Um, so that's, you know, we just rocking and rolling, man, and just trying to add some more dates, man. One final no. question. Okay. Um, okay. 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 Christian, do you see yourself? I know you had a role. Um, you, you were an extra. You did some filming um, not too long ago. Do you see yourself doing that again? Yeah, I actually, that's what I want to do. I don't want to just do stand-up. Uh, I want to be able to cross over to do, like, maybe TV show or movie, uh, stuff like that. I mean, some. I mean, I, I should have already done it, but I do want to take acting classes so I can just be prepared uh, for whenever the call may come. You know what I'm saying? Um, no, you got to get to New York. No. <laughs> See, man, there you go, man. <laughs> he always trying to advocate for New York. He not even, he always, like... He not even in the city. Thank you. Listen, because you wait, get wait. your money... And Where you, you live now? You get, uh, I'm out. I'm out in the suburbs. Uh, oh, okay. He's, I'm out he's in the out. suburbs. I don't. I don't need to tell everybody my exact location. It's only tw- stop recording. It's only twelve people listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? When five, more five, are of the, five of them are family. When more people are listening <laughs> and they listening to them back episodes, I don't, I don't need everybody to know where I'm at. They, when, they, <laughs> when we get more people, when we get more listeners, you're gonna be in a different suburb. You you right. Claude is just move Claude is just moving to lighter and lighter towns. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, how big is your house? Because I mean we may have to move in with y'all. It's it's a good size. Okay. So you got room enough. Right, right. That, 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 that was the equivalent of you know, I, I do well. <laughs> do I have enough room to fit another family of four? No, I do not. Okay, but it's a good All size. Right. Okay, we got space now. That's what's up. I can't stand him. I can't stand him. You yesterday, I can't stand so, him today. <laughs> thank y'all. He invited me. He invited me and denied me. It. <laughs> <laughs> come to York. Come to New York, but don't stay with me. <laughs> Come here, but yeah, let's talk about how long you stay. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Kicking It with the Homie. We appreciate y'all, we love y'all. Shout out to our listeners in the Netherlands, our listeners in Sweden, oh, and Canada, the United States. We international, baby, and we love y'all. Thank you for tuning in each and every week. But if you are listening to this fine American podcast, we need you to like us, rate us, review us, let your friends know, tell a friend to tell a friend, and please. Leave five stars. If they ain't got five stars, Eugene, what should they do? They should start Claude and figure out where he lives. Bruh. Oh, and for the listeners, <laughs> Christian, so I got your shirt. 
Can't see it, but hey, like come on, man. So, are you linked? Can they go to a link on your page to buy a shirt? Support, they Tell sure the can. Page, where should they, they follow sh- you? They sure can, man. You can follow me on Instagram, uh, Christian Johnson Comedy, all one word. We just uh, we just uh, went over 15,000 followers on there. So, y'all, thank y'all yeah. so much for supporting. You know what I'm saying? We out here trying to put this thing together and blow this thing up. Uh, you better post could- this podcast so you migrate some of those followers over to us. <laughs> <Thank you very much. laughs> yeah. yeah. And you can um, you can click the link tree uh, link on there. And uh, But if you want to, if you don't want to do all that, it's just christianjohnson.online and you can hit the shop link uh, and buy a t-shirt on there. I'll go ahead and ship it out to you. Hey, at 15,000, you got that little swipe up feature on your stories now, don't you? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I ain't oh, need, oh, we I can, need, we I can swipe. We can we can swipe up in stores now. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. If you time. if you have okay. over a certain amount of followers, you can shop directly from the stores. Yeah, yeah bro. So Ooh. yeah, bro. Hey, man, we're trying to put this thing together, man. You know what I mean? Just trying to stay grinding, brother. The consistency is key. I've been. I told Eugene. Oh, just let me talk to y'all since we still on the air. Look, man, <laughs> y'all <laughs> work that social media. I, I, do kicking it with a homie got a paid? Cause y'all need to work it. Work that. We work. we need we need to work it. It's it's a one man operation, son. I'd be tired. Uh, it man, don't have on. to be. It don't oh, see, to. there it is. It's, oh, come on, D, man. D says, you vol- you D, volunteering? D, D says she want the. Login. I got you, but it ain't gonna be Christian followers for a little bit. Like we we gonna get out there. Yeah, no, nah, just uh, pull on me. I know this is Are, not a Christian podcast. <laughs> we keep telling you this every week. Listen, we just need we need bodies. D. Whoa, fast forward. Okay. And on that note, thank With y'all. Consent. Follow him at Christian consent. Johnson Comedy at Eugene. Uh, no, at Trace Ninos Brown at Ambitious Deluxe at CJ Quarterbomb at Kicking It with the Homie. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We do this for you. And we out. Bye. <laughs> Kicking it with the homie. Kicking it with the homie. Kicking it with the homie. Oh. oh, oh, oh.